Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast, where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and up-level your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I'm here to be your guide. So let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast. Oh, and what a freaking beautiful day it is. It is 73 here in Maryland. It is sunny. There's like two clouds in the sky and mm, I basically just spent half of the day outside in the backyard. It was beautiful. So anyway, I feel like it's been a while since I've hung out with you guys just one-on-one, you and me. And, you know, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today. And I was like, Hey, I turned 30 the other day. Awesome. And so I thought, you know, there's, there's been a lot of introspection and, you know, just thinking about this new decade, um, as I always do each year, but in particular this year. So I thought I'd dive into that with you guys a little bit today. Um, cause you know, for me, I know that some people just think of a birthday or even a new decade as, you know, another day in time and others dread it. Um, and, you know, still others have kind of a wide variety of opinions and emotions around it. Um, and for me, I, I honestly felt great, a great deal of excitement leading up to my 30th. Um, you know, I, it's, it's the beginning of a new decade, a new horizon, you know, I know that sounds cheesy, but, you know, just looking back on my twenties, I will say in particular, you know, I, I saw that decade as a time of really intense growth, really intense ups and downs, you know, learning to take care of myself and, you know, learning to how to sort of be a grown up, and, you know, just a lot of wild times, and it was really fun and scary and joyful and dark and introspective and everything in between. And I wouldn't change a minute of it. And, you know, it was also a time of figuring out who I was and, you know, deciding what I wanted to do with my life, you know, at least as a jumping off point. And, you know, there was definitely a, a lot of, um, a lot of excitement and also a lot of, lack of grounding in terms of, you know, finances and where I was living and just, you know, there was, there's a lot going on, but, you know, so now that that chapter is, or that chapter and decade has closed. And I feel like I'm opening a new door, so to speak, um, as I enter my 30th year. And I really, I want to bring a lot of sacredness to it for myself, a lot of intention. Um, cause I just think there's a lot of opportunity every, every year, every day. And, you know, for me, it's not only meaningful, but also fun to look back and reflect, look forward and dream and plan and manifest. 
Um, and, you know, so as I'm looking into this 30th year, I see really the culmination of all the hard learnings and long study hours and emotional roller coasters. And, you know, while of course I'm always growing and evolving and learning, I really can say that I love the person that I've become and the life that I'm living right now. And, you know, there's, there's several different branches of my life that I could speak to regarding that. And so here's just a few, you know, I've, I've cultivated and continue to foster a deep connection with myself, my intuition and who I want to show up as in this world. And this certainly does not mean that I get it right every time or respond beautifully in every situation, (laughs) because we know that's not true. But it does mean that I have an anchor to come back to and pillars of values that bring me clarity and a greater ease in finding my center when it feels a little off balance sometimes, as it does for humans, all of us. And, you know, I've, I've found the career of my dreams, truly, and through persistence and manifestation and lots of hard work. I am now getting to practice the healing arts in multiple different forms in a deep and meaningful way every single day. I get to partner with amazing individuals and support them along their healing journeys and also make a good living doing so in a divinely beautiful space. And, you know, I I create the life that I want and the sky is the limit for what my future can be in this arena, which, you know, is just so exciting. It's not, it's never stagnant. It's always growing. It's always changing. And there's just so much room for new and, and growth in this, in this area in every way. And I'm grateful for that. And on the home front, I am creating a wonderful home with the man who is not only my best friend, but my partner in love and in life. And he brings sunshine to every day. He reminds me to be a little silly when I'm being too serious. (laughs) He is supportive when I need him to be. And he loves to dream with me about the amazing future we want together. He's a decent, loyal, kind, hardworking, funny, and truly amazing human. And, you know, I thank the universe every day that we were brought together during such a crazy and challenging time in the world as we've had in the last couple of years and that we get to do it all together. And internally, I, I've done and continue to do work to heal old traumas, triggers, and personal challenges And, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I can and do openly speak in public forums, you know, on podcasts and interviews, just in general about my childhood abuse and, and do so without that internal cringing or butterflies that I used to have. And, and even outside of that, I am actively in therapy for myself to heal other past concerns and to help propel me forward and live as amazing of a life as I can. And I can truly say that I am 
proud to be doing this for myself and find so much benefit in it, you know, whether it's something that I am needing to work on, like a specific issue that I need help with from my therapist, or whether it's just, hey, you know, here's the general rundown of what's going on and just having somebody else to bounce ideas off of and to just be that container to listen to you that, you know, somebody that doesn't have any skin in the game other than, you know, they're here to be that, that vessel for you. So, and I've also really, really learned to make my health a priority in all the ways, but also including knowing my limits and what my body needs in any given moment. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of different ways that this shows up. Um, you know, a few examples, one, you know, I know that if I'm feeling out of it or foggy, you know, just drinking a big glass of water with some flower essences and it will like perk me back up literally like a house plant. <laughs> and I know that if I start my mornings out with some good cardio, the entire trajectory of my day emotionally and productivity wise will be insanely better. I know that certain foods will every time without a doubt, cause me to feel like absolute shit <laughs> and other foods will make me feel like a magical goddess queen. I know that when I'm feeling overwhelmed, a few minutes of silence will always slow the waves. I know that if I don't get a very particular number of hours of sleep each night, I am not going to be the best version of myself the next day, or even in the days to follow. I know that at this point in my life, not listening to my body and its intricacies is no longer an option. <laughs> I could ignore it all, all I wanted when I was in my early twenties. And that is not the case now. And I'm grateful that that's not the case. And that I also have such a finely tuned system to mirror what my body needs. I've learned who my true friends are and who it is that I really want to devote my precious time to. And, you know, yes, we can't be best friends with everybody. And there are certainly people in my life that I cherish and also, you know, maybe don't see or talk to on a regular basis. But I more mean that I'm choosing in this new decade to not try to cling to relationships that are not for me. So what do I mean by this? I think where this is coming from for me is that I'm, I've decided that I'm done being overly nice to people who speak down to me or aren't kind to me, or just generally don't treat me the way I deserve to be treated because, you know, it's people pleasing is, is a really, um, fun and exciting journey that I've had. <laughs> and, you know, I think that when it comes to friendships, this is something that I definitely still dance with. Um, with, with certain friends. And it's something that I'm working on shifting for myself in this next decade. Um, because, you know, as a friend, I honor my friendships and do my best to be a good and kind friend to those that I have that kind of relationship with. And, you know, if I'm not being seen or valued in that way, that same way, then, you know, I think I'm going to practice choosing to lovingly release that tie and not, and, you know, just not focus all of my sacred energy upon it. Um, because those who are my, my true tribe of, of soul connection friends, you know, they, they see me, I see them. It's, 
it's easy, it's clear, and it's beautiful. And there's there's so much value in that. And I, I really want to cultivate more of that in my life and, and choose to have that beautiful focus wherever I can. And with that being said, kind of the other side of the coin that's within the same realm is that I'm also going to be practicing loving kindness to all beings, because I will say, you know, kind of soul connection friends aside, I will say that one trait that hasn't really been my favorite about myself throughout my life is that I can be a bit judgmental and, and it's not anything anyone would ever see externally. It's more just going on in my brain. And, you know, sometimes it is my intuition cueing me in an accurate manner, but I think a lot of the times I, I have been too quick to judge in my life and I haven't given space. And of course that's a reflection of my own judgment of myself, but I will say that, you know, one thing that I admire so much about Sean is that he is kind to every single person he meets and he gives everyone a chance and a second chance and just not even chances, but just love. And, you know, while I know that, like I said, my, my true soul friendships are, and will be my kind of deeper devotion focus. Like there's, I feel like there's different kind of ways that we have energy in relationships. I, I also want to practice, you know, I I have that, that space over here, that's going to be really beautiful, but I also with all my, all my relationships in general, I want to cultivate and focus on that same warmth and openness that he does going forward, because you know, we all need more love and we all need more warmth and care in our day-to-day lives. And, you know, whether, whether it's a best friend or an acquaintance or some, someone I barely know, you know, we cultivating and spreading that love and that light wherever I go is only going to bring more positivity. And, you know, gosh, there are just, there's so many, (laughs) There's so many lessons and learnings that I could just go on for days about, but, you know, I wanted to take that moment just now to share with you a little bit about, you know, how, how things have been going and what I feel like I've cultivated when I reflect back on it and what has been great, what's been challenging. And, you know, now looking forward into this next year and this next decade, I want to share 30, not three, 30, um, vocal kind of focal points and things that I want to be calling in and manifesting and focusing on for this first year of a new decade. And a couple of them are for the actual decade itself, because, you know, I believe so fully that when we announce what we want into the universe, we make it known, we set intentions for ourselves that will attract those things to us at such a higher vibrational level. So here we go. (laughs) Number one, slowing down and creating more moments of stillness and presence to tune in, reconnect, and provide relief and harmonization for my body, mind, and spirit. Number two, time spent outside, whether it be on a vacation, a walk, or even just sitting on my back patio, I'm making connection with nature, 
a huge priority. Number three, continuation of movement and self-care practices, whether it be workouts, acupuncture, body work, tons of water, flower essences, herbs, meditation, nourishing foods, and anything else that feels good and healing. Number four, new opportunities for business growth and partnership, allowing me to continue to share my gifts in more and more expansive ways. Number five, continual growth of financial abundance, knowing that there is always more energy flowing towards me if I choose to be open to seeing it, allowing it, and bringing it in. Number six, more beautiful houseplants, indoor and outdoor, and a continued deepening knowledge of their needs and how to help them thrive. Number seven, time spent traveling, whether to a new and beautiful place, to visit a friend, or both. Number eight, strong health and immunity, allowing me to grow and thrive. Number nine, more friendships with those who I have a soul connection with, those persons who see me as immediately as I see them and who find mutual value in that being seenness. Number 10, continued healing from past traumas, releasing them so that they are mere memories instead of ghosts. Number 11, continued deepening of my connection with the spirit world and ability to communicate with those who need it. Number 12, deep reconciliation between my super woo-woo spiritual self and my more grounded human self, allowing my Gemini moon, for those of you who know about astrology, allowing my Gemini moon to settle and flow within both parts of myself with ease and without judgment. Number 13, more time spent working smarter, not harder, doing what I love and bringing in what I need with a growth mindset, while also making life outside of work just as not, just as if not more valuable. Number 14, releasing of the belief that I need to be a certain way or my life needs to look a certain way in order to be accepted or good enough. Number 15, releasing of the belief that I can control anything or anyone around me and releasing the belief that this illusion of control will bring me peace. Number 16, releasing the practice of shutting myself and anyone else around me, just releasing the shutting. Number 17, practicing thinking before I speak and allowing space for mental clarity around my message when communicating with those I love. Number 18, giving myself just as much time for play and silliness as I do for intensity and reflection. Number 19, releasing the judgment, both on others and on myself. Number 20, releasing old habits and behaviors that no longer serve me or benefit my life. 21, bringing at least one child into this world, though this is more for my 30s in general, not, not this year in particular. Number 22, marry my honey and solidify our love on an even deeper level, again, in my 30s in general. Number 23, 
continue to deepen my skills as a healer and expand my knowledge so as to be of benefit to even more patients. Number 24, learn a new fun hobby or skill. No idea what it's going to be yet, but it's, it's out there. Number 25, take things less personally and allow for a smoother flow of chi within myself. Number 26, do more things that scare me, but that are not harmful. Number 27, be, my, be myself unapologetically. Number 28, continue to heal my lungs and never ever go back to nicotine. Number 29, honor my ancestors and carry on their legacies. And number 30, take advantage as much as I can each day of the fact that I'm alive and leading a truly wonderful life. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you could subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones and community. It is my ultimate goal to connect and spread as much healing energy as possible. And every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening. I'm forever grateful. Namaste.